0: Right, we're harder brunch.
1: We're harder brunch.
0: And we're super excited to tell you about our adult summer camp this August 25th, 26th, and 27th. Wow. We're going to be doing a full three day festival, and we want you to be a part of it. Let's go. It's going to be amazing. We got all your favorite comedians. We got headliners Brenter Hune and Gwen Sunkel on board. Okay. We're going to have musical acts by Clint Breeze, House of Wolves, The Tubbles. Dang. And all weekend is going to be all inclusive. That's right. One ticket price all weekend long gets you into everything. We're going to be bringing back all of the favorite summer camp activities you remember as a kid. We're going to be doing swimming, archery, handicrafts, canoes. Wow. All weekend long, all inclusive. That's not even financially smart. Well, that's what we're doing. Get your tickets today at eventbrite.com and we'll see you there. I guess we'll see you there.
2: People up the homie Dike just cooked up a feast and we bout to eat it, bro. Fucked around and has to miss the lobster with the point team. Daddy is rolling blue dream and boys got down a routine. It's down culture, cooking seven courses. Had to pass the torch and now I'm grabbing second portion. So sit
0: back, relax, grab a drink and a smoke. It's all the brunch on the way and get prepared for jokes. Whoa. Hi and welcome to the oh. Harder Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels, and with me, as always, my co-host, Thaddeus J McKee. Slappy. Pappy. Wait, wait. On the ones and twos, the wheels of steel, the smug boss of Greenwood. (laughs) (laughs) The smug boss? Smug boss. Oh. Uh, He's not the sauce boss. He's the smug boss. Uh, B.J. Robbins filling in for the sauce boss today. What's up, BJ? Uh, very exciting to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, helping us out today. Um, if he wasn't here, we'd be in a, in a lot of trouble. What there would just be like? a pile of broken computer equipment because I would have smashed it. You could have right used now. your phone again. Yeah, I probably would have gone back to old school. Hey, guess what? Uh, and a very special uh, returning champion with us in studio. It's been a little bit. It's been about a year.
2: A year. Oh, a year and a month. Because I think I came around Mother's. You Day. You did. Time, you came
0: on Mother's time. Day. Go ahead and bring that mic a little bit closer.
2: Closer. 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 Yeah, we want
0: to hear that voice.
2: That right. It's Aisha the comedian, big body Aisha. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I always forget the comedian part. Like I'm try, always trying to call you by your government name, <laughs> like, oh, I
2: do that. You know, that's producer mode. Yeah, we have to know people's government names so mm. you can tag them in, on social media so
0: yeah. well i feel a little awkward sometimes because people ask me what like my stage name is and i'm like i don't i don't have like a cool stage name my name's already dyke michaels i'm not trying to make it more complicated
2: facebook did that for us
0: mm.
2: made us use our governmentals
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah remember remember it used to be like the wild west you could just put whatever you want you know you could just make up a name what yeah. was your what was your uh fake name uh, so I had one called bill close off for, Oh, a while. come on. Uh, well, why I, bill close off? I'll tell you why. So, uh, I was dating this girl for a long time and she wanted to get married and, uh, I was in culinary school and I was like, I can't even talk about this until after I graduate. And, uh, but I know she really want to get married and I would tease her about it, which I now know. Was a shitty thing to do, but I thought it was funny at the time. So, like
2: about her life dreams.
0: <laughs> I guess I just I I guess it's because I have low self esteem. I was like, the idea of marrying me doesn't sound like a prize. You she know, she really
2: wants to cuff me. Yeah, why?
0: yeah. Why? What's wrong with you? It's the uh, cooking skills. So one time I came home from work, uh, I, I had uh, had a few shift drinks, and then came home and she had left her Facebook open. And I changed uh, her status and uh, my stat. I just changed her status to engaged, and then I passed out. And then, uh, and then I, you know, got woke up to her. She got. Uh, her whole family started hitting her up and was like, how come you didn't tell us? Oh, my God. Blah, blah. Where's
3: the ring?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then she was a high school teacher, too. So she went into school on Monday and everybody was like, congratulations. Mm. And so I was like, oh, I obviously don't understand how to use social media. So I, I, I stopped for a while. But then I would start these like burner accounts just to see what was going on. And I think it was right when they were transitioning out of you could, you could still use fake names, but you couldn't anything that sounded like too fake. So I, I so tried was to
2: your your burner
0: name. I tried to be Oliver Close off, <laughs> and Facebook was like, no. and then I was like, how about Bill Close <laughs> off? And then he was like, yeah, that sounds like a real name. Uh. So that was that was my little burner. Now was she one of those uh, ladies that got like oh, she would overreact when a lot of people thought she was getting engaged? Uh no, she was fine. I was the asshole in that story. If if I didn't make that clear, was she I mad?
2: Kind of Yeah, yeah, no,
0: yeah. She was mad. Her oh, family was those ladies. Her family was mad. Feelings. My family was mad. Everyone he was mad. <laughs>
2: yeah, you can't do
0: that. You can't oh. do that.
2: I was um, juicy. Stays fresh. Were you, <laughs> that juicy was you were juicy. Yes. Or is prior, when we had those cool Facebook names and we didn't have to.
0: Juice, was, juicy stays fresh.
2: Juicy Stays Fresh. oh I like that. Mm. I, I, I dressed well and I've been fluffy for quite a while now. <laughs> so I I chose Juicy Stays Fresh, but that was yeah, my my ghetto Facebook name back in the day before we had to use our governmentals.
1: Mine was Juicy Wouldn't Mind Borrowing Deodorant. Uh Did you Sweaty?
0: That's that's where that boo button comes in handy, BJ. Boo. <laughs> that was more of a shame. Yeah, pa- that was pathetic. <laughs> uh, did you have a MySpace back in the day?
2: I did have a MySpace. I kind of miss MySpace. I was actually spying on my kids when MySpace came out. Oh so. come on, yeah, yeah, cock blocker supreme. Oh, <laughs> you were? Yeah,
1: that was actually my
0: other name.
2: Yeah, so yeah, I stock Facebook pages, you know, MySpace pages. I go way back. Oh, uh, mm. were they
0: were they trying to like hook up and stuff on the? I mean, on the MySpace? I
2: just, no one was getting laid at my house for me, so. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I was on the pages trying to see what was going on. What's the comments? Remember the top five?
0: Oh, yeah. Make, yeah. make you rank all your friends?
2: Yeah, <laughs> or you, you move somebody from the top five. Mm. You know, you ain't shit out here. Oh, head.
0: yeah. <laughs> it's yeah.
2: over.
1: Yeah. Because that's how you would fight back in the day. If someone pissed you off mm-hmm. at school, you go right home, log on, wait for a second. <laughs> and then you would change that person to top six.
2: And your profile song
1: yeah oh yeah
2: profile song said a lot
0: just one of those days everything <laughs> yeah everything was the early internet was very passive aggressive everything was just <laughs> very passive aggr- do, you, do you remember live journal
2: i don't and so like my kids were the age when that came along i'm 48 so that wasn't a thing that i did but i i became social media savvy too mm further cock blocking. Yeah. by all my kids <laughs> yeah
0: that's hilarious if I, um, I
2: if i can't log into facebook i can't see what grown men are on your status you know how you get the little likes how oh, you can yeah. go by and see who's brewing your profile page yeah sh- set your shit to under 18 male
0: <laughs> oh man i can't man. even yeah i can't even imagine trying to like police uh a, a someone a kid's experience especially yeah Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, we have the chat line, but that's another story for another day. The chat line. Oh, yeah. You wasn't on the chat line? No. Oh, you young. You fresh meat. So before (laughs) there was Facebook, you know, we had um, Black Planet and we had the chat line. You could be anybody you wanted to be on the chat line. They would log on you and, um, yeah, I'm a uh, big body, Isha. I'm I, I'm I'm five six and a hundred and forty pounds. Um, and yeah, I'm a dick goblin. And yeah, you should call me. You, your message could just be whatever. Oh. Now you know, like Chris. Uh, Chris Tucker had the thing where he put up on the girl said she looked like Janet Jackson. Yeah and she looked like Freddie jackson yeah <laughs> that's a lot of there was a lot of that on the chat line mm, that's that's what we catfish. had back in the day yeah, yeah. A little mm. and switch yeah
0: yeah <laughs> now uh you said uh you told me we were on a show together last two nights ago that's and, nice. you, and you said that you had a lot of stuff that's been happening you want to you want to speak on it you were like i want to bring it to the show yeah. uh, i'm ready for it i mean what's been so going on with you
2: So, life's gotten better since the past year. Um, I've been doing uh, more road gigs, more traveling. Um, So, our most recent road gig, I've been traveling really all my 13 years. So, shout out to Nate Robinson. He was one of the first. But, yeah, I've pretty much been a road comedian doing shows out of town the whole time. So, this past month, I went to Atlanta I went twice, two weekends in a row, but one weekend I went with comedians and we met up and did some shows. I had, I'm not going to name the comedians I had with me. I had a male and a female, we were three okay. of us.
0: all right. Ooh. We were
2: pulled over twice between oh. Indiana and Atlanta.
1: Can <laughs> we play guess that race?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so like the first time we were still in Indiana... And you know how your song comes on? That song that's your jam. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you buy like, your drink. Yeah. So I'm still in Indiana and like I do my part. I don't like the mountains. So I travel with other people that will be willing to drive through the mountains. Sure. I'll do the good part. I do the flat part. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm good from usually Indiana to Elizabethtown. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's about, about how I like to drive too. Two and a half. I got that. And I'll drive once we get into Georgia. It flattens out once we
0: mm-hmm. get into Georgia. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so Tennessee and Kentucky, lower yeah. Kentucky, not fun those steep
0: it. downgrades. Yeah,
2: yeah, going downgrades in in a loop, in a circle. Yeah, when it tells you a uh, forty five degree angle to de- decrease your speed to five miles, like mm-hmm. that's not my shit. So I was speeding, trying to get past my little. Let's get to Elizabeth Town. Mm. I was getting it in, and I'm like, yeah. And I was listening to my good songs, and I'm fuck boy free. You ain't got to worry about me. And, and so the police pulled down on me, and I was doing like seventy-five and the sixty. Okay. I and, and really That's we do bad. eighty. Yeah. So to me, eighty is like the the progression. You know, the regular speed. going yeah. we To Atlanta, like we we do eighty. That's our speed. Yeah. So I was over, over. Mm. And we only got a warning. Okay. Oh, so the second the time, time. The first <laughs> time.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's nice.
2: Never been pulled over the whole time I've been doing trips. Really? No. My sister's been in Atlanta for 20 years. I've gone with my mom, my dad, my kids, my kids, my mom and my dad. We don't see police. Comedians all yeah. the time. No problem. We're in Can Atlanta. I ask what
0: kind of car it was?
2: Um, It was a small car. Okay. My um, I. Can't remember. We normally are, get a, like a Challenger, or a mm. small SUV. This was smaller than that. Mm. We were gone for a few days, so we needed a smaller rate. Okay. We couldn't do the baller rate because like, we weren't coming back for like four or five days. Yeah. Okay. So we get to lower Tennessee. And someone else is driving. And they were speeding. They were doing 51 and a 45. And we get pulled over. Well, the difference between the first time and the last time was we had smoked this time.
1: Oh. Oh.
2: Oh. oh. And we didn't have any blunt power.
1: And here in Tennessee. Tennessee. Where weed is really illegal.
2: Lower. Well, <laughs> I, you know, like we rolled past several dispensary signs. Let's say that. Sure. Yeah. So we're thinking it's cool. Because like here in Indiana, if you're listening to this podcast, we're in Indianapolis, Indiana. You could have up to 14 grams and that's a ticket. Don't ask me how I know that, but I know that. <laughs> okay. okay? So 14 grams, that's a ticket. Yeah, Tennessee is a no-tolerant state. Not only do we leave for tickets for weed, we also had tickets for open swisher packs. That was also another ticket.
1: Wait, what? You, no, that's not a thing.
2: It is. Wait. It is.
0: Have you ever heard of this? I have never heard of that.
2: Swishers? Open swishers or contraband. Like, well, if like,
0: like, like if they're sliced open?
2: No, they weren't sliced. They, the package was open at the top.
0: I mean, you're allowed to buy swishers, though, of, right? We had
2: smoked one out of there, so there was one left, and uh. it was not broke down. But the fact that it was open. But well, what else would you be doing this? Are you smoking this swisher whole?
1: Hey, you know what? That's none of your business. And I, that's a that was a ticket. That's a black tax.
2: We were also pulled on over to the side of the road for over an hour. Oh, we were patted down. Our luggage was gone through. They touched all of my panties, all that stuff that was in my bag. In your bag. Now, we did have a substantial amount of weed. Everyone had their se- their separate little weekend smoke sack. We-, we were going for the weekend. We weren't yeah. just coming right back. So we-, we had a little bit, you know. You got yours. I got mine. She got hers. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we... We got out, and we were already told on before we got out. They got one driver out, one person out, and they were like, uh, so we smell it, and you can tell us about it, or we can find it, and you can go to jail, and they... When Johnny Brasco on this, <laughs> <laughs> so when I get out
1: for the younger uh, viewers, <laughs> can we can you describe who Johnny Brasco is? Johnny real
2: quick? Brasco is yeah he he he, he told on the mm-hmm. the mobsters and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he went undercover. But yeah, Johnny Brasco had revealed that yo know, we had a sex. When they get me out, they're like, do you have anything? Well, no, it's in my bra. But if you like to call someone before you pat me down, I might be you know prone to eat this. You know what I'm saying? It's not that much. So, yeah, I don't have any. And Johnny Brasco's like, I already told him you got it. <sighs> oh, come on! Okay, well, it gets better. Okay, now we need names after this podcast. believe
1: it's Donnie Brasco.
2: <laughs> Donnie Brasco it was who was with it. Yeah, and
1: oh, I was there. And I also want to play guest that race with this
0: <laughs> Well, we get
2: home with these tickets, and we're told that... We can't just pay these tickets. We have to go back to this lower Tennessee I'd city. Rather, I'd
0: rather never visit Tennessee ever so again. So if you're
2: traveling, let's say this. Stay on 65. If Google says that we have a better route for you, say, fuck that, Google. Don't do it. We, we went through the little sundown town. So we weren't on 65 when this happened. So I call about these tickets that we can't pay, that we have to appear for. We're going to need some PTO to drive five, six hours for a ticket. Amen. We, we can't seem to find this ticket.
0: I'm getting anxiety about this well, 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 here's
2: my name and my date of birth. We can't find this ticket. Here's the number from the ticket. We can't find this ticket. I got this ticket with three other people we can't find this ticket so if you went in and and smoked the property just say that yeah just just let us know that that it's yeah. been dismissed they just got you for the this weed. was was this was greater than a month ago why would the ticket not be turned in we i I, I will say that we had some of this sticky of the ickiest. <laughs> you know like if you're going out of town to Atlanta for the weekend you're not gonna go get no Reggie yeah you know
0: oh my gosh so what was the third time?
2: There wasn't a third time. It was just the two. Oh,
0: okay. But you got away with it,
1: and that's what counts. We
2: did. We did. But instead of like, okay, so I've been pulled over in Indiana for weed. They just dump it on the ground, and they grind it in the dirt, and we pull off. They took this into evidence and kept it in the sack and gave us a little form. And now y'all can't find the
1: ticket. Now, if, you, if it's the Tennessee cops I know, that weed is gone. They they done smoked it. L-
2: so just be careful. If you're a comedian, we all are road tripping comedians. Yeah. I know you guys are all the way out in Massachusetts and places like that.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, that's definitely a thing where like cuz I know people like especially when people come in from New York, it's so decriminalized there that they just assume like yeah. And you it's like that through everywhere. Several
2: states coming here, you yeah. have to check what the laws are in each sure. state because I'm thinking, well, Indiana's real square. Yeah. If you going to have 14 grams here between here and the south mm-hmm. like I don't know. The past ten years, I've been in Atlanta. They smoke weed inside the strip clubs. Like, yeah, there's you don't even have to be in VIP. So I'm like, uh, oh, I wouldn't have any problems. Indiana's the worst. I'm gonna do. Yeah, you no, know, it got worse as we went south.
0: How was how was uh, Atlanta once you went there? Because I know like the last time you were on the show, you didn't have some great experiences when you were down there. Was it was it better the second time?
3: Hmm.
2: So oh, I forget what I said, and maybe that was why I ended up back there again. <laughs> so I um,
0: think I think it was the first time. I think it was just the day, where, Like you were saying, there was like a lot of like hidden fees and stuff. Like to get on there, like oh, there's valet parking and there's well, this, and there there's is that, that still. It, it there are like whole- all
2: those things still. So this time, I think we ran into different problems. Like I've learned where you can park that um, is valet free. Now you will have to have your walking shoes. You may need a ride from the free parking to the club if you don't valet park. That's that's good. Um, what, so I'm learning more about the how a comedy club is ran, and you know I watch certain podcasts and stuff. And I, I did shows in this particular club, and they kept getting blasted on certain podcasts. Mm. And if you want to ask me about the sh- afterwards, I'll, I'll yeah, talk yeah. about who, what, and where. Poorly ran.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. So
2: I arrived with my crew. I brought several comedians from Indianapolis, Indiana. We had a midnight show. It's supposed to be a weekend of 24 hours of comedy. A yeah. show at 12 a.m., a show at 2 a.m., mm-hmm. a show at 4 a.m. Uh-huh. Great. So we're coming down to tear it down. And y'all can have access to all these shows. Great. So we get there for our 12 a.m. show. Uh, Bad Time thunderstorm. But, you know, it's Georgia. Thunderstorms come and go. Uh, we had a thunderstorm on the way. Uh, so we're waiting for the 12 a.m. Sh- a.m. show to start. It's 1 a.m. And we're still waiting on the 12 a.m. show that we're on to start. They're still on the show that was prior to that. So they went over, super over. And everybody left after that show.
0: Oh, okay.
2: So it was poorly planned. It was mm. horrible. Um, the says you had to trick them into a drink. <laughs> drink up into do a drink. Were like, um, so are you on this show or the next show? Oh, well, I'm about to leave after this. Yeah, so I might not. <laughs> so I'm like, and then we had people out that you know we had people down there. Like, yeah, we're in Indiana, but we got people in Georgia too. Yeah, people that had come out and they're like. This weak-ass drink, I had to wait 45 minutes for this weak-ass drink. So it's like, you know, as performers and comedians, people that produce shows, you know, they want us to fill up the club. We might get a spot for free, but they're getting their money off of food and drinks. Mm -hmm. Well, if you don't have the proper staffing to run after the food and drinks, I bartend. If your cup's half empty, I'm asking you about your next drink. Mm -hmm. When you come up to my bar, I put a napkin down, I put a cup down, what you finna drink? You getting some or you're gonna get the hell out of my face? That's that's what the bartend (laughs) game is. Yeah. They weren't necessarily on that. It was a problem. Plus, they include the gratuity on the overpriced drink that you get. So Mm. yeah, your crowds are not doing what helium are doing. Yeah. Here in Indiana. You know, I'm used to Indiana, well, a, a more well-run well machine. So what we did was, it's Atlanta. There's spaces everywhere. Uh, we went and did other things. Mm-hmm. It was Memorial Day weekend. Everybody has a spot. Uh, yeah, we hit up the food truck. We hit up other comedy clubs. Yeah. We Thanks. connected with celebrities.
1: Well, you you connected with celebrities? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. We, uh, Shima Franklin was hosting one of them. Okay. Yep, so, I mean, like, that's the difference with Atlanta. Um,
1: we tried to do that when we went to Atlanta. We tried to, what, go to Tyler Perry's studio. We did. They would
0: not let us. You want <laughs> <two laughs> to celebrities. I can tell, to tell you where to go. <laughs> there are a
2: lot of open mics that people that we think are celebrities, like T.I., I saw T.I. on open mics in Atlanta. I oh, yeah. was down there chilling for my birthday. Friday I seen him. Saturday I seen him. Open mic stuff. Celebrities hang out down there like that. So, yeah, we had a ball, and when we weren't at shows. We had the hot tub. We had a whole house to ourselves. We stayed together. We went to the food truck, so we made a time out of it. But, yeah, I do my show, The Lifestyle Night Party, about the behind the scene adventures that go into these oh, yeah. comedy shows that we do. Everybody sees us making money. We get free drinks and all that good stuff. Oh, there's so much more that goes into it.
0: I think it's is a through line that I've noticed on a lot of different artists that we talk to uh, on the show. Where just I think artists in general just get jerked around a lot, you know. <laughs> And specifically, you know, obviously we're we're all comics, so that's the lens that we see through, through see it through most often, you know. But like, yeah, you definitely like that's why I always try to get a vouch. if it's someone I don't know. Mm-hmm. I try to get a vouch from somebody and just like I don't I don't want to spin the wheel on somebody that I don't know. So
2: I saw someone make a post about um, being paid fifty dollars to feature. Have you guys been paid fifty dollars to feature? Because I have a whole bunch of times. Mm-hmm. So I learned um, as a comedian. When you feature, you're supposed to make 20% of what the headliner makes.
1: Wait, what? I've never known that rule.
2: Well, I got that from professionals. Okay. That have been in the game 30 plus years. (sighs) You're supposed to take 20% of what the headliner makes.
1: Now, is this in club situations? Because it's different.
2: Situations. (laughs) That's what they say. That's what the vets say. So I've gone and I've taken classes and I've studied. I've been doing this for years and... Yeah, when I take a, a, a class about the business of show, um, a feature is supposed to take 20 percent of the headliner. Now, if you're featuring for somebody that's making a hundred dollars, yeah, yeah, okay, but you know, like you can kind of tell by the caliber of the headliner what they're making. Oh, like for certain, sure, certain ones I know are making thousand dollars, so oh,
0: yeah, there's and there's a cap, like, I mean, anytime I work at the club, it's the same amount, like, whether I work. Upstairs and there's three people, or if I'm doing downstairs and it's sold out, you getting paid exactly the same. It's not like a sliding scale or anything.
2: Have you been to L. A. to do a comedy? I'm not. You might not get nothing. You might get twenty dollar. Yeah, <laughs> like- you might have to pay to get on the show. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. I've taken classes. The vets are saying twenty percent. I think. I think um, you need to consider who it is. Like uh, you and Thad are calling me to a show. I'm gonna do a show. Yeah, as long as it ain't stupid and it ain't costing me to go do the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm free. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, do the
0: show. Yeah, yeah. and th- and that's the thing too is like I I feel like there's a difference between like shows in town too where I don't have to you know uh, I'm not traveling three hours for. But if it's Kevin Hart, for, yeah,
2: I'm not taking fifty dollars. No,
0: no, no, not at all.
2: for Kevin Hart, and I mean, yeah, I am actually when you're in a pro club. That's a position they put you in. Do you want this opportunity or are you going to argue about the money? They try to Mm. lowball you and not give you. So uh, I'll give shout-outs to the Comics Rock Convention. Um, Their 10th year anniversary is this year. I've been three times. This year I'm doing my comedy special at the Comedy Chateau in Hollywood. Oh,
0: wow. Now why did you decide to do it there?
2: That's what they picked. Okay. I won that spot. Oh, So okay. last year I went in August to the Comics Rock and the Best of the Best. They were selected to do features. And then they sent you out an event and said, okay, here are the cities where you can record your comedy special. Um, New York was one of the selections. Atlanta was one of the selections. Um, Los Angeles was. Chicago was. So shout out to my partner Mike Shaw. He selected Chicago. He's going to be doing one there, but... I picked L.A., so the first time I um, placed in this convention, it was at um, J. Anthony Brown's spot in Los Angeles on a Saturday night. And the finals, it was me and Asia Chardonnay. Mm. And I take that back. That was a second time, but that means Naptown Comedy, yeah. There's comics from all over the country, at least 80 every time. Yeah. It was two Naptown comics that were in the bottom two. So, shout, shout out, out to that. Oh, yeah. But the first time it, well, I was in Burbank, California at Flappers Comedy Club. So, shout out to Reno Hype. He was behind that show. And yeah, we had adventures with him and he showed us around and stuff. But now, like the other third time, yeah, it led to the Comedy Chateau. I'll be doing the Hope Flood experience. Um, it's her birthday party. We'll get an interview. Um, I had to pay to get myself out there, but I don't have to pay for lodging, which is a big thing. Nice. And I mean, I, in L.A., they know me. I've hosted uh, party buses, all type of stuff out there. I've been the weed lady, selling the edibles and the flower and stuff. So I have a following a little bit out in Hollywood, L.A., Long Beach, that
0: area. Nice. What what? That's what's up? Is this your first? This is your first special?
2: not really. Um I will say a uh, shout out to Isaac Landerford and uh the White Rabbit. Mm-hmm. I have I've done specials there. I've done a weekend there. Um those specials are on Roku, the Channel 40 network.
1: Okay. So will yeah. watch that right now, guys. <laughs> They've mm. been
2: there. They've been there for a minute, but yeah. So, yeah, I'm getting on platforms this special It's a 15-minute special. It's going to be streamed on platforms.
1: Now, why didn't I know that? Here's the thing. Like, when you go up on stage, no one calls you the Roku comedian or the Roku, like, as seen on Roku. Why aren't you promoting that? Because.
2: I do. Indianapolis is asleep on me. But. Uh, Let's just tell the truth. So, I feel like this city has people that they pick, that they promote, and they're gatekeepers. And. Being funny matters a lot, but not the most. Mm. Mm. They pick and select and choose who they want to promote. And then there's the funny. And then there's can we sell you what you look like as Mm -hmm. far as, you know, your package, your brand. Mm -hmm. There's a few things that go into it. They sleep
1: on me. Interesting. Let's so. name those gatekeepers. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to name them. Go ahead and them. name those gatekeepers. Put them going. on paper. Uh, we
0: will
2: talk about that offside
0: of the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's, I, I mean, know. I, you know, and that's crazy to hear that because I I can't think, like everyone that I know, anyone that's any comic yeah. that I respect that says that you're an absolute killer. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's. That it's, will be facts. It's, so, it's so kind of just like embedded in there. Everyone's like, if you're if you're on the show, be like, oh, yeah, of course you. You know, like, yeah, like, even when we were doing that show last night uh, or two nights ago, uh, I got added last minute. I thought I was doing a guest spot. And then uh, uh, Dustin was running it and he goes, so did you want to go last? And I was like, you know, I don't. <laughs> I was like, put me right before her. I'll
2: play my position. If I'm a feature, I feature. Mm. You tell me I got 10 minutes, I do my good shit in 10 minutes and get off of there. Yeah. And I cut my time and I respect who that headliner is. Mm. Hmm. Did I learn that a hard way?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but I know it now. So since I know it, I show it. You know what I mean? So let's say that part, but... I mean, hey, I'm satisfied with where I am in the 13 years. I love comedy. I hate show business, Mm, Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. But I understand business, and I understand why things go the way that they go, because at the end of the day, it's all about turning a dollar, turning a buck.
0: Yeah. Well, what's crazy, I think, too, is like you have – you have a crossover appeal. Like we talked, we talk about this with a lot of like black comics that come in because some black comics only want to do black rooms, and they've only had success in there. And then I've talked to some black comics who like don't want to do black rooms at all because they haven't had success in there. And you're one of those people that can do both and and, and murder top so to bottom in, in both rooms. I
2: want I want to dispel some of the stigma about doing a black rooms. I run a black room myself. Mm-hmm. And I also work for white comics. So I'll say this. So my kids, they took a call from my mother one day, and she said, well, what time will your mother be home? They said, well, it depends on if she's on a black show or a white show. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: She's on a white show, she'll be home at 1030. She's on a black show, we'll see her in the morning when we get ready for school. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what my kids said, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, yeah, and that's this like real talk about what goes on, like I've done black rooms, like I don't even want anybody under thirty to book me, Kind mm. of cool, because um, I don't want to he- headline the show at eleven thirty, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. after ten people don't went up, mm-hmm. you know it's certain type of shows yeah. I don't mm-hmm. want to do anymore, so as you elevate and you grow. You know, you kind of change what you do. Mm. And like me, where I am, I got to catch up to where the pros and the gatekeepers and what they're looking for. And you got to get rid of shows like that for starters. You know, that's part of it. But
1: mm-hmm. yeah, I thought you were going to like dispel like some truth. Like, you know, I thought you were about to say black shows aren't late. <laughs> I was waiting for it. That's all well, I was like. Well, we do. Like That sounds right.
2: My show starts late. Okay. The 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 Margarita Mondays doors open at eight. Will you see me at eight o'clock? Probably not. (laughs) The DJ will be there playing music though, (laughs) because I don't play that. So the, the, the spot's open. You can get a drink. <laughs> you can hear some music. But you will not off. hear old no jokes at 8
0: o'clock. Our, uh, our, is our, 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 our white producer's having a meltdown over there. Well, he, our,
1: our producer, <laughs> he, he, he also runs, he he now runs hosts, a black
0: mic. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Uh, yeah, to yeah, help run a black
1: mic. Yeah, I so so we got mic. to just talk about how
2: it works. So, like, part of it was... Like, when the beginning, like, when I started, black people don't come out on time. <laughs> so if you got a show and you say you starting at 7 o'clock, it's going to be five people. If you wait till 9, yeah. everybody don't pull it up. And it's fat at 9. But at 7, well, you said the show was going to start. No. So you got to kind of tweak your time. You got to say it started 7 and really started 8.30 or whatever. But no, like, our, and our people are late, even if our fan base is not late. Somebody yeah. is going to be late. So that's why, like, I tell people I do white shows. Ain't no DJ at a white show. Yeah. Because we starting comedy at 8 o'clock. <laughs>
0: Fuck some music. Yeah.
2: There's no music. We're yeah. starting at 8 o'clock. We don't care if your mama ain't there. It yeah. starts at 8.
0: I get, but there is something to be said if the, if the atmosphere is like, hey, there's some music, there's some drinks, there's some, like, those, uh,. The one that I went to almost had like a swap meat kind of vibe to it. Like people were selling stuff in there. I oh, don't know. It was like a whole thing. They're Black all folks, lies.
2: They they greeted cha cha slide. <laughs> they gotta have some chicken. They gotta pray in the bag before the show starts.
1: There's someone, yeah, doing some spiritual stuff somewhere. Now,
2: we have you haven't prayed on the show? No, oh, yeah. Shout out to Dwayne Kyle. You're doing Dwayne Kyle. You're going to definitely have a prayer before the show starts, and we be needing it.
1: I've, Lord, I've,
2: please don't let these jokes bomb. Like, <laughs> don't
1: let me. <these, laughs> yeah. please. You know, I've seen, like, some prophecies at, at some mics. At Mike G's. Have you ever been to Mike G's? Someone will stand up and start prophesying or something like that. I'm like, dang, that's this is not what I was In expecting. In Jesus' name.
2: I was not trying to bomb. Lord, these kids need some food to eat. Please, let these jokes. And I pray. I pray. I'll be like, Lord, this schedule empty. Ain't nothing in August. What's going on? Yeah. Like, you know, I got to get my nails done and stuff. And, you know, it's a couple of bills that need to get paid around here, Jesus. Please put some shows on this schedule. And I might have to email a couple of people and say, What's shaking, bacon? So here you go.
0: Let's uh let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. It's break time. Mm. This week on the After Brunch podcast. I've, it's taken me a while to come around on glizzy as a, as as, a term. As a ter- I, I'm there. I'm I'm cool <laughs> I it. used to be a real problem for me. I'm not fucking calling it that. By the help. way, you're
2: closing your eyes when you
0: say it. <laughs> you do not look like you're Blake okay like doesn't want to say yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, say glizzy again. <laughs> glizzy. <laughs> Join us at patreon.com slash harderbrunch. We we're talking about uh, Amber James uh, when she came on, but you were talking about uh, off mic earlier. You were talking about how uh, male comedians will, uh, you know, think that you're someone's girlfriend or you're, you know, you're, you're just hanging out and then you go up and, and clean house. I unfortunately did the same thing the first time I met Amber James because she came in, you know, she always dresses to the nines and she came in with some other women. And I was like, oh, I, I gotta really, I gotta really uh, bring who, it here. Who, whose
2: gal is this? Yeah,
0: yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, I gotta really bring it. And I went up and bombed. And then she was the headliner, and she just killed. And I was just like, in my head, like, oh, you thought you had to be cool in front of her. And she was the headliner, just watching you eat shit the whole time, like probably feeling sorry for you, you know. Like I don't know, it's amazing. So, but yeah, she's a she's a a real treat.
1: Can I ask you something? Sure. If
0: someone's not funny, is that like unsexy
1: to you or would you rather your man be funny? Mm. If
2: you're going to be my man, you have to be funny.
0: Okay. okay. Does he okay. have to be funny or does he have to understand what is funny? He
2: has, well, he doesn't necessarily have to be a comedian, but yeah. if I'm dating another comedian, yeah. which is like a, a huge no no.
0: Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. <laughs> So but let's funny. just
2: say that I was. He's got to be funnier than me. Funnier than you. Okay.
0: Because
2: mm. who wants to sit up and help somebody with their open mic that's their man? And Ooh, then you got to yeah. kind of give the critique. Okay, baby, you suck. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I've been put in that position a couple times before. And, yeah, I won't volunteer for that. Like, but, yeah, you got to be funnier than me. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to have to babysit nobody. I can help you in critique just like you can help me. But if you're a beginner, mm-hmm. There are guys that try to gravitate towards comedians... To get gigs, just like there are women that will Mm. lay on their back and sleep around for gigs. Dudes do it, too.
1: I heard it affects your love life, too. Like, if you're dating a comedian, if one of you guys go out together to a show and one of you all bomb, the other person doesn't really want to do anything that night because (laughs) you bombed and vice versa. Well,
2: first of all, I would love life as a female comedian. (laughs) 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 Because, like, for me personally, either I've got a show or I'm resting for a show or I'm uh, applying for grants. I am doing my bookkeeping. I need to see how much money is coming in this thing this month. You know, it's a non-stop thing. And then when I'm not doing that, I need to be building my uh, fan base. I need to be doing uh, videos, trying to build my fan base. I need to be ordering merch and designing T-shirts. At Once you decide that you're a comedian as a career versus just I'm just telling jokes. Mm-hmm. You constantly busy. Yeah. you' constantly busy. You're no different than a barber or a beautician trying to build a fan base. Yeah, mm. so you don't have Small time business. for tender dicks. You just mm. don't mm. as a woman. And so yeah, I personally like you got to really do a lot to get my attention to get me to date. I'm not interested right now. I'm trying to be Lunell. Yeah, <laughs> and, mm. and I, I know I have time. You know what I mean. I, it's going to take some years to get there, but that's my end goal. That's something that I'm working towards, mm-hmm. and so I can't get it sitting up braiding Daquan's hair. I I don't have time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I know
1: just, you got people sliding in those DMs. Definitely, you'll be sliding.
2: <laughs> but they're just willing, like okay, like me as a female. I don't know how you are as a guy. Okay. Do you let somebody have sex with you on show day?
1: On show day before show
2: day? Before show day. Two hours before. Uh thad, I'll, I'll let let attack. Let me get some you, of them specials. What specials. I mean, are you
0: treating a, a a helium gig like it's the Super Bowl? Every <laughs> <laughs> gig, I swear <laughs> to
2: God. Yes. Show
1: day. I do. Well but girls have
0: to get ready and like in makeup.
1: Because mm. guys are thinking about the makeup and, and I what from what I've heard, sex could mess up makeup. So who
2: could be wanna be at the gig like It's like some, some some good penis for me oh we'll it drains all sleep. of my energy it drains all of my energy.
0: into the next like day
2: sick? it won't no you if gotta, it's the next day yeah, yeah. I, no problem oh. if it's the same day if i have a gig tonight yeah, yeah. we're not having sex this afternoon that
1: sounds like type 2 sexabilities you got to get that um, yeah shot.
2: i'm not waking up <laughs> like i'm yeah, you, you drank. That was
1: good. Because Here's the thing. Okay, he said You're he's sleeping treated. on that one, and I know you had type 2 diabetes. That was for you.
2: But he's also married. So, like, let's say. No, I'm
1: just, I've never had, like, any, my wife will still go to work and go work the gym, so I must after not. After you guys have sex? Yeah, I don't have anything good, I guess. She just literally just depressed <laughs> me. I didn't, think, I, I didn't think sex was putting people to sleep like that, like yeah. diabetes. If I
2: can jump up after sex. Listen, take me to the other side. Like I want you to, like yeah. If you can't take me to the to the light and bring me back, why are we having like I'm I'm yeah I'm almost fifty. So yeah, when you get to be a cougar going through menopause, it's different. Okay. Like yeah, damn there take me to Jesus and bring me back, or just leave this coochie alone. Like that's where it's at. And so if I can have that the day of before a gig, the day of a gig. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That, I, I, now we're getting into it. <laughs> not interested. So like, I, think I, I think there's a difference between, <laughs> like, so have I been up all day? Because if, if I'm up all day and then have sex, it's curtains. I'm going to sleep afterwards. I don't want to do anything else. But if it's, like, maybe in the morning time you get a little, sometimes that can cool. jumpstart your day. If
2: I have to be there at 8 and I'm getting dressed and you get too turned on because I'm getting dressed and it's 6, that's not Nasty man time. Now <laughs> that's nasty man time. It's not. We're gonna now, get you a clock Now when I get back, when I get back and I've killed this gig, yeah. that's different. Yeah. yeah, but that's no different than like getting drunk or getting mm. real high or like yep. if you know you got an important show, would you stay out and get a hangover the night before? Yeah. Like I do take my shit serious. So yeah. maybe that's why my career is different than other people. Like, yeah. you're not going to snatch my soul two hours before my sure. show. Period. It's not, yeah. it's not the question. It's not I, I
0: get a little too much confidence sometimes after a good show. You know, like, it's like you walk out to the street like, did y'all hear what I just did in there? Did everybody
2: yeah. Now afterwards, <laughs> it's hey, yeah. so
0: oh, crazy. Yeah,
2: you, can, you can get it. But like, before... No, I, I'm serious. Like I don't want to even have no whole lot of conversation yeah. before I get because my my set is in my mind. Okay, I'm finna say this, and let me go in here and look at the crowd. So I was gonna say this, and now everybody in this motherfucker is 75. <laughs> so now I can't say this. Yeah, like that's not the. This is not the coochie joke crowd. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got other sets, but like I, I got so much on my mind, so much to do. Yeah, we're gonna do it tomorrow or something, or after I get back. Mm-hmm. That's just one of my rules. I've talked to guys that did it, and they say that their legs are wriggly <laughs> after after
1: sex. Well, that's why I think uh, they were talking to Rocky. Jiggly. He wouldn't, he wouldn't let Rocky be with a girl because they make your legs weak. That's been a, a common thing. So fighters <laughs> even use this rule as well. Imagine
2: you get that good.
1: I think that's why
2: Cosby... Yo, you're not going to have that same essence in you after that. It's going to come back tomorrow.
0: I'm going to be completely honest. It's not. I'm not getting it as frequently as I did when I was younger. So if it's on the table at all, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if it's in the middle yeah. of my <laughs> <laughs> set. <okay?
2: laughs>
0: I'm going to take it.
2: Bring that shit. <laughs> uh, uh, I, yeah, me personally, the energy that I have... Yeah. Needs to be for that jokes, that those jokes that night. Well, and that's why you pro- Real early before, like, you want to take me to brunch and we, yeah. And then I got time to take a good old nap mm-hmm. and stuff, but... That's why you're professional. Yeah, if it's 6 o'clock and you want some um, special loving, it's not the time.
1: It's not...
0: Mm-hmm. It's time for the uh, Smoking Goose Brunch Breakdown. (laughs) Smoking Goose is one of our wonderful sponsors. as a high-end butcher shop. Uh, Go in and try their wonderful products. They're located there on Dorman Street. Um, Our brunch breakdown for today. So uh, I got to come clean on this. I I did uh, come clean earlier, but I got to do it on air. Uh, I thought this was going to air on 4th of July because I can't read a calendar. Um, So... I had this whole thing planned out for the 4th of July, but this is actually going to come out a week before the 4th of July. So you have all week to celebrate, get ready. Uh, but I wanted to do uh, a different kind of take on it and do uh, black revolutionaries um, or black people in the Revolutionary War times. And um, I got to say, this was really fun and also uh, kind of depressing. <laughs> we are talking about everyone that's like... Uh, what what cats say earlier black history is very depressing <laughs> i was like i was like wow this person did a lot of stuff and then it was like oh and then met a tragic end well this person is known for this and then met, met a <laughs> tragic end Well,
1: let's be honest everybody from the revolutionary war is dead
0: <laughs> no one got out alive no one was alive now <laughs> so uh the first course i did was uh Delicious. Uh, thank you. It was a spicy <laughs> spicy crab soup, and it was made in honor of Salem <laughs> Poor, who was uh, 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 one of the few recognized uh, African-American uh, war heroes uh, from the Revolutionary War um, known for uh, the Battle of Bunker Hill. And, um, you know, a lot of these people are obviously from New England, so it was like, all right, got to get some seafood in there. And um,
3: I loved it ever
0: I, I yeah, it was I, 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 good. the best compliment I think I've ever got is BJ just got up and walked into the kitchen and made a second bowl. Yeah, helped himself oh, to a second bowl. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even see so that was happen. Any,
2: was it any more left in the thing. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: right. I would have made sure there was plenty. I wouldn't
1: have done it
2: if you hadn't. I was not gonna be mad, but we I'm w- could like, we could have
1: used the same the same bowl, two spoons. I would have shared with you because it yeah. was
2: it was almost like a, a chicken and rice seafood. Mm. That's that's what it gave to me. Like it was, it wasn't a consistency of a clam chowder because, like, I am a seafood connoisseur. but yeah. it was more like a a seafood chicken and rice, mm-hmm. delish. Yeah, it
1: was day. good. That, honestly, that was my favorite dish that was delivered all day. Um, <laughs> it was all downhill after that. I <laughs> take it, uh, take a, whatever you want from that. Um, <laughs> but you said he was known for like being the first guy that died in the. No. <laughs> no,
0: no, no. that was what I, I, got. I thought.
2: He—that's what you said.
0: Yeah, I got, I got like my—I got my facts. I got my—I uh, got my uh, uh, famous uh, African Americans confused. You would
1: introduce him like the first guy that dies in the in
2: the in movie. The, yeah, I'm like, well, when did this he this make this, this seafood rice? Because <laughs> this shit's fire. Like, he might use before after he
1: died. I
0: <laughs> know.
1: After he died, the list. So wait, what? Tell us the facts I think we need to know the facts. about it. you you did the whole presentation. I want to yeah. hear about
0: this. Well, so I, I, I got him uh, meshed up with um, Crispus Attucks, and Crispus Attucks was the uh, first casualty of the Boston Massacre. And
1: that's what he's known for?
0: That's what he's known for. Oh. It is also you know, known as uh, being a black revolutionary, but yeah, mainly because the first, uh, first casualty. They named the high school after him here in Indianapolis. Is it a good high school? I mean,
2: (laughs) I mean, it's like a vocational high school. It wasn't good for a while. It's back good now.
1: It wasn't. We got our black historian over there, like shaking her head. She said what she said. I'm started sorry. off yeah. there. I and yeah. Where did it end up? She said, I should have said anything. That's my fault.
0: <laughs> she she said it started off excellent.
2: Then it went ghetto, and then <laughs> it came back.
1: Oh, kind of like Lead on Me. <laughs> Yo, I just watched that show the other day. Oh man, if you want to see Morgan Freeman mm-hmm. yell for an hour and a half, watch Lead on Me. That's a good movie. And kiss a child. Oh yeah, it. I mean, it was a, a weird he, movie.
2: He's a child kisser. <laughs> is he? Yeah. Well, you gotta look him up. He got with his his. Shut uh, up. What was it? Is his that grand step, stepchild. Mm-hmm. That he had a relationship with. Yeah.
1: With grand stepchild.
2: So he had a boo. that had a daughter, and his daughter was her daughter was fine, and yeah, he got with her.
1: Oh, that's that's not
2: just bad. like I love Lawrence Fishburne, but that's not bad. You ever heard of Montana Fishburne?
1: Yes, oh, okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, oh gosh, I'm so sorry about that. That's yeah, I'm I sorry about know. that
2: too. But happy Father's Day to y'all
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Happy> <laughs> and Stepfather's Day, yeah, obviously, yeah. it's important. Oh, wow, yeah, he kisses a, a little girl in the, and, the movie. and to
2: their daughter because they babysit lots of kids in their jaws, but yeah. They, they. Never mind.
0: <laughs> I don't know what that. I'm meant. sorry. Y'all
2: no. invited the comedian.
0: Yeah. No. Show. No. I we want to Yeah. 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 I w- uh, yeah. We definitely <laughs> want I was. I was about to talk about mac and cheese, and I was like, I'm gonna no. have to let this keep well, going we can for have a minute. The, the
2: mac and cheese battle. So like that. That is a, a tough thing in the black community, and and I, BJ in the white community, because I watch a lot of. White cooking shows. I watch live Fury <laughs> and all that. That's really, y'all got the macaroni and cheese on life. like, really, because y'all know how to go ahead and, you know, brown the garlic in some butter mm. and, yeah, and smash that down and make a rule. Like, black people we use, like, a lot of us is using Velveeta, unfortunately. And, you know, the white people, y'all get down to the nitty-gritty on the mac and cheese. And then black people that know, like me and my, you know, Dyke, like, we know you you made a mac and cheese sauce.
0: Yeah, I mean ideally mac and cheese I wanted it to be like like a you know like a pasta with a, a cream sauce it. you know like like even even that by the time I think it got served and uh, like it melted it wasn't as creamy as it was in the pot. Like when it was in the pot I was like this is perfect.
2: The consistency was right. Now, like my grandmother, she um was a of mm-hmm. beat the egg type of lady. Beat the egg and the milk and you pour that over the mac and cheese. Yours had that consistency, but I don't get the beat beat the egg. Like mm-hmm. I don't think you did it that way. I did not. Yeah.
1: No. Now this is this was slave mac and cheese, right? It was, yeah, it was
2: What cheeses did you use? That's important as well because like we don't now I have one gone to some white homes yeah. and they had craft sandwich. Mac and cheese mm. on top of the mac and cheese. I was like, "This is disrespectful. Mm. You need to throw this away, Becky, yeah. or I'm going to leave your house." Like, do not put the sandwich mac and cheese, and it wasn't even stretching over all the mac. Oh, it
0: that's... was just
2: like the squares was yeah. in the middle, and then the white part on.
1: Oh, I, I know you love your
2: man, but this is not <laughs> what he wants. Mm-mm. So,
0: well, they were trying to zhuzh up like a craft macaroni and cheese by just putting like American singles on it.
2: They didn't even, okay, so the craft, if you did the powder, you would mix it up, mm-hmm. and it would be cheesy powder on all of the mac. Yeah. Some of the mac was just white. No, oh. And then the slices were just melted, like, in the middle, and it didn't stretch over all the mac. That's I not, feel that's like that's awesome. And wrong. there was no salt. There mm. was no pepper. There was no, you know, we do the smoke paprika to give a color in yeah. the black community, so. We have problems with this mac and
0: cheese. <laughs> uh, it was uh, no, James Hemmings, who is uh, uh, basically credited for bringing. He didn't invent macaroni and cheese, but he's credited for bringing it to America. Uh, and he was sent. He was a slave owned by Thomas Jefferson, who was uh, sent over there. Also, I realized that um, uh, a lot of these people like uh, bought their own freedom. Like we in opportunities like where they were able to buy their own freedom. And I was like looking up how much that cost. And it was like, like the equivalent it was like 27 pounds, which was about like six grand. And I was like, oh, I, I couldn't afford to buy my own freedom. Six
1: grand back in the day. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. Yeah. I would have
2: gave you three grand, and then you would have been free as a slave, and then I could have you could have helped me. Like mm. we would have probably had to pitch in on it.
1: Was there like a lo- like a like a slave lender? Like a s- loan I could get? Like because um. I would
0: be, I'd be like, can I put my freedom on layaway? <laughs>
1: Check
2: I, I, out the so cash. Back to the mac and cheese. I just want to know. So was it provolone and mm. cheddar? Sorry, like, it was, what it was, were the cheeses? it was I, uh, in It was
0: uh white cheddar and gouda. Uh, and. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> White cheddar and gouda. That was some good cheeses Yeah. And um cream cheese. No pro it, yeah,
0: pre- cream cheese goes in that. Yeah, yeah. cream I cheese use is
2: great. That. So make I it, use make
0: it make it a little silky.
2: A little creamy, yeah.
0: And um no provolone. No provolone in on that one. And then I and then I topped it with just like a regular like uh the shredded cheese just to get All that right. that top. But i don't know man i feel like i feel like i could here's the thing too sometimes when i'm making food it's like what can i make the prettiest picture of to put on instagram as well and i think the dish would have been better if i just slopped it out of the original pot you know like here's the mac and cheese mm. but it wouldn't have been as pretty you know it was good mac
1: and cheese. i'm still thinking about sally may and getting out of slavery but like his mac and cheese is what got him out of slavery yes if-
0: yeah, I mean, he came back, and he basically, he got his freedom because he had to, like, like train his successor. And yeah, it was just like, you gotta, you gotta, you literally, the mac and cheese gave him his freedom.
2: So let me go over your mac and cheese steps. So do you, like, um, cube the cheese and put it with some butter and a little bit of evaporated milk? Or do you make a rule, you put some butter you put some garlic and you put a little bit of heavy cream and some flour and then you make that consistency little thick ass sauce. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, if if I was just making mac and cheese, I would definitely do it with the roux. When I had my food truck, I had this like uh, smoky uh, beer cheese that was like our signature.
3: Okay.
0: It, it was a whole process to make it and it like started off with a roux. It had a bunch of different seasonings, paprika, garlic, um but like and then and then you would add uh chicken stock to it. Yes. And yes. then um and then and then by the end you would be adding like heavy cream and Worcestershire and uh
2: um, Worcestershire sauce. Uh, so you if, you are, if you are if you a real cougar and you ain't got no Worcestershire <laughs> sauce at your house, you ain't you ain't really doing nothing <laughs> out here.
0: <laughs> and then but and then it wouldn't be; it would still be like liquidy. And what I'd have to do is I would then take it and then bake it. Yeah, cause I would you bake the, the juice out of. Yeah, it. bake all the juice out of it, evaporate, and then all of a sudden you just have this wonderful. It was such—I mean, it was amazing, but it was such a process that, like.
2: Now you could do the breadcrumbs, the buttery breadcrumbs across the top, mm-hmm. and then maybe put the bacon on the side because he did have bacon on the side. Yeah, viewers.
0: Oh. And that so that
2: bacon on the side, like that, that just took it to another. I couldn't yeah, really partake did. of the bacon of the pork, but you dad you had the pork. On it, it.
1: it turned it up. It had that saltiness that you wanted, or you're thinking about, and oh, it was amazing. And I felt like it, the basin, the basin, the bacon had like a consistency of like pulled pork.
0: That was our... So it
2: was chewy bacon.
0: Yeah, that was our sponsor, uh, Smoking Goose. That was the... Shout ooh. out Smoking Goose. Where
2: is Smoking Goose for us ladies that really cook and want to go to a butcher shop to get our meat?
0: Uh, it's right downtown on Dorman Street. Um, mm-hmm. Let me bring up the address make sure I say it right. Yeah, That, that a- will
2: be Smoking Goose book, butcher shop. So for you ladies that ain't... Cooking that Aldi's meat and y'all making real food for your man, that's where y'all need to go. The bacon was crispy but chewy at the same time. Oh, like,
1: it was really good. Yeah. I'm telling you, Smoking Goose has it down.
2: Did they also provide the seafood that was provided? No.
0: That no. But that I am not gonna lie, I've got an octopus there. Smoked octopus. Uh, yeah, smoked octopus. Changed <sighs> my life. They have they have a great smoke as it's four oh seven uh, Dormant Street, by the way. Um so
2: they have like a seafood counter
0: as well. Well they yeah, yeah. You when you walk in, they <laughs> have, did not know that they have, they have a lot of smoked seafood and then they have it, it it's all it's all like 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 uh sh, you know, salami, smoked meats, that kind of thing, like charcuterie.
2: Ladies, if you cook, y'all can get your smoked meats, your charcuterie, your smoked seafood. I didn't even know smoked seafood was a thing and I cook cook. You want some smoked octopus like yeah, make your man some smoked calamari or something Amen. for Father's Day. You know, make his bowels tingle a little bit. But y'all need to go to Smoking Goose. It's on Dorfman. It's downtown. Google that shit. Pull up.
0: Yeah. Uh, so for Christmas Addicts, uh, I did the, uh, it was basically cornbread with uh, fried shrimp and greens. Um, to play to the uh, Boston, again, port city and I was trying to get that New England kind of thing it. it and uh Christmas was a
2: catering gig that you did. I'm sorry. Was that a catering gig that you did or a comedy show for the um um Christmas addicts for this menu?
0: Was it a kit? No, just I mean what I don't know. You
2: just know. made that like was that something you make for them in their kitchen and you Oh no,
0: there? no, no. That I just made that for this particular menu. It's uh, for you.
2: No. Oh, okay so that was the meal so like the greens like what do i need to do to get like a a pint or a gallon of those Cause uh, the greens that the, were on top of the cornbread
3: yeah
0: i'll tell i'll get i'll i'll i'll, I'll, I'll drop a little secret here right now um carry butter do you ever mess with that carry butter mm-hmm. it's a it's a irish butter it's a it's it's kind of a it's kind of a top shelf uh butter I, I think it has something to do with the cream ratio in it it's a little bit more expensive it's 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 a more expensive butter, but what it's...
2: What were the red little things that looked like it was kind of meat or a pepper that was on the greens?
0: Um, I think I just hit it with salt and pepper. Salt and pepper and mm-hmm. that carry butter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but it's it, it, it sounds weird to be like, oh, you got to just get the good butter. But it's seriously like I buy the good butter and then I, 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 I'm very uh, meticulous about like what I'm going to put it on because it's like you don't want to... I don't want to bake with this. I like, this is for cooking stuff where I, you can taste it. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you want, like, so it's anytime I'm like sauteing stuff like that, uh, I'm, I'm going to use the Kerry butter if I have it. And it, it really, it's, it's a noticeable is that difference.
2: anything like the Irish yeah. butter? Yeah. Yep. Same Absolutely. thing, but maybe like a different brand.
0: Yeah. I mean, no, it is, it is Irish butter. Irish butter. Yeah. Okay. Now tell
1: me about that cornbread. I've never had cornbread that was damp before. <laughs> damp? It was damp. Have uh, you feeling?
2: Well, I don't. I'm not a bread eater, but it did have honey on it.
1: Like, mm-hmm. yeah, honey.
2: Well, honey make it damp.
1: Ah, uh, th- it was damp before the honey. Because
2: I guess like mixing the cornmeal, like you can kind of get it, like not a, con- you know what I'm saying? A little damp, like a little loose consistency, and it'll still be good. It
1: have the consistency of uh, wedding cake.
2: That's okay. <laughs> did you like it?
1: Was no. it good in your
2: mouth? <laughs> so I was gonna you wanted, say it like it. You wanted Jiffy. You wanted Martha White. This say that.
1: Oh, is there Jiffy cornbread? Yeah. I don't know Jiffy peanut butter. I'm so
2: there's Jiffy cornbread. There's Martha White. Yeah. So Martha White is not so it's sweet. It's more like cornmeal y, like, you know, regular. Yeah. And it's more for making dressing. And then there's Jiffy. And then Jiffy is sweet like a like, a, like a, a bread or a cookie or a cake. You to put a little honey on some Most Jiffy. shortcake. And I don't want
1: to say I didn't like it either. It's just I, I, feel, I feel like it was above my taste. I was like, oh, I'm not used it to this. It was too classy of This a is damp cornbread, <laughs> very, very classy. Well, see,
2: so what I did, I, I'm not a cornbread either, but I did damn sure eat the greens off of the top of the cornbread. Mm. And so, like, it, the consistency, you had to eat the top of the cornbread where the greens had sat, because that was a different. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm fat for real. The so but, like, Yeah, the butter,
0: the butter. Tri- yeah, it was a trickle down economics. You eat the
2: top, top of the cornbread where the greens had sat on. Yeah. And it was, you know.
0: And then uh, the dessert was a Boston cream pie uh, did for a uh, notable poet, uh, Phyllis Wheatley um Cream
2: pie has a different meaning for me.
0: So I've yeah. like, I, I you that. know what? I thought I was waiting all day. I was like, someone's gonna say it, right? Like it has to be said. This
2: is not the cream pie that I know. <laughs> and since it's a show day, and I was doing the harder brunch podcast, yeah. I did not protect of the cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I was, but it it was the first time I ever made one too. But you like came out, you were like, "Is that an Claire?" And I was like. Yeah, technically, it's all the parts of a declare. Uh, I I hadn't made pastry cream since um, I was in culinary school, and we had a comic sleeping on it, like crashing on our like a, a road comic crashing on our couch last night. He came back from a show. I got off work at like one o'clock in the morning, and I was like, the pastry cream has to be like chilled, right? So I was like, I gotta I gotta get this done tonight, and so he's like, all right. Uh, I got a red eye out at like four, you know, in the morning. I'm going to try to get an hour of sleep real quick. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to be whisking shit real loud in the kitchen. I'm very, I'm very sorry. He was
2: the loud whisker?
0: <laughs> I was the loud whisker for sure. Okay. Uh, did we tell you about our uh, adult summer camp?
2: And You didn't tell me, but I know about it. Oh. So, so I am a camper. Yeah, I went to Happy Hollow camp every year. And then my kids, they went to Jameson Camp, mm-hmm. and they Ooh. ended up being camp counselors themselves. Nice. We are campers. Yeah. I, I cook s'mores. I can make a fire. I can be outside. I can be in a tent. That's my stuff. And then me and my friend over here, we already talked about fishing. Yeah. Like, is there a fishing area?
0: There is a lake for fishing. So uh, this August 25th, 26th, and 27th, we're running out a summer camp in Nashville, Indiana. And we are sponsored by Upland Beer. Upland Beer is going to be, they're going to be pouring beers all weekend. Uh, It's got one, uh, it's one ticket price for the whole weekend. It's, what uh, is
2: the ticket price?
0: Uh, right now, it's two hundred fifty dollars. Okay, and it's going to go up. But like, what's interesting to me is like, because I've been trying to, I've been trying to get the word out. Like, this all inclusive. Like, you don't have to buy the ticket, and then when you go there, drinks are going to be thirteen dollars. Meals are going to be this. You know, it's like you're getting into all the comedy shows. You're getting into all the music. You're getting five meals. You're getting, uh, you know, all you can drink uh, uh, beverages all weekend.
2: And what is the date again?
0: Uh, The August 25th, 26th, and 27th.
2: So, August the 25th, the 26th, and the 27th. There is a grown-up comedian camp so like i do events at airbnbs but this is the grown-up comedian camp so we're gonna be roasting marshmallows we're gonna be drinking we're gonna be intense we're gonna be having fire pits we're gonna be talking and having vibes
0: comedy shows
2: yes comedy shows on top of it the cooking that i've received from the past two harder brunches have been a1 definitely worth it thank you craft cocktails you're just not gonna get no gin and juice. You're gonna get a craft cocktail, something mixed. You might have some muddled fruit. You know, if you drink a drink like I do, you know, you, you know about that stuff. So y'all should come. Tickets are on eventbrite. It's two fifty. It's a weekend. It's not one day of comedy events. So like I, I did a weekend of events. I didn't pay two fifty. I paid a little bit less, but it was three events. Each event was sold out. You need to get out of town and move around and live your life. Yes. We got summer from June to September and the shit is over. <laughs> so if you love comedy, you should come to this event. I'm trying to come to this event. I'm going to put my shit on after pay, a layaway or whatever. It is, so I can pull up to this event, but it's going to be bomb. Mm. And Aisha, Black. Comedian, I used the comedian. Yeah, I certify this.
1: Yeah, that's good. And serious Black will be there performing. Clint Breeze will be performing. I've heard music. Clint
2: Breeze. Not so much serious black, but I've heard Clint Breeze. He's definitely working.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. I might even be doing something crazy. I got a glow in the dark uh, dance party in the woods.
2: If you need Aisha, the comedian, I got a sleeping bag. I can sleep in somebody's tent. You know, <laughs> so be. I'm just saying. I got I got a fishing pole. I got my own chair. I just
1: I,
0: I'm just I'm, a real, I'm just blown, a blown up, I'm just blown away that you're that into camping. Like I, I'm trying to picture you fishing, and well, sleeping in a tent.
2: So I grew up as Father's Day, so I had a father in my life for real, for real. And I date older men, and older men they like to fish, mm. so I like to go fishing. It's a peaceful time to come and sit in your lawn chair. Yeah, you can smoke you some weed or whatever. I had a house that was on the water. We had a stock lake. You just go out there and you don't know, throw your reel in the water and you catch a fish. Now, I don't like to put the worm on the hook. Mm. I don't necessarily like to cook what I catch because, like, I'm in Indianapolis. It would be if I, it would be different if I was someplace else. Like I've heard and I've been, the good fishing is like the um, the little industrial community parks where yeah. they have ponds. Oh yeah, those that's the good fishing. And uh, you can eat them fish, but the ones in Fall Creek, you don't want to eat them fish. It's no. dead bodies in that. <laughs> you don't. You don't want to do that. So, like, I have never done that. But I'm an outsides girl. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I I raised my kids. They gone to camp every year. They roast marshmallows. They make their own fires and all that stuff. They they grew from that comedy place. Like, the, well, no, not a comedy place. A camping place. It was called Jameson Place. And any mothers listening, it was for kids with behavioral disabilities. My kids was bad as hell. (laughs) They went into this camp. They dealt with them. Um, They learned how to swim. They made them work and clean up the kitchen and make meals. And once they got to teenage age, they were able to be actually campers. And they were actually able to have their own camp counselors and have the kids under them. And, yeah, they did that. They traveled with um, when um, Hurricane Katrina came. They mm. went to different places, and they cleaned up and di- different things like that. So I'm, I've always camped. I've always been outside. That's what I like. Um, I'm definitely into this is comedy and camping. So if you're interested, come on out. It's 250. I mean, if you ain't making 250 doing your jokes, it might be the same for you.
0: <laughs> Can you hit that red button for me there? It, uh, plus, oh it comes
2: God. with gourmet made deluxe food. So, I mean, like, what do you want?
0: Yeah, what do you want? Thank you.
2: And drinks, craft cocktails come along with it.
0: We're going to have beer. and beer and wine and cider and beer
2: for upland brewing upland brewing so it's not like regular beer it's not like the cheap shit it's
3: the good (laughs) beer the good stuff good stuff
0: uh thank you so much for coming back and hanging out with us today uh what you got going on let the people know where can they find you and keep up with everything you got going on this summer
2: thank you for having me so I have lots of events coming up the most important ones are I am still entering the helium comedy contest my first date will be July 25th. My accomplice is full, but if you'd like to come, it's $50. I could definitely use your vote. It's a hot lineup. Make sure that you come to every Helium Contest lineup and vote for somebody. It's the Comedians. It's all over. Indianapolis is over 100. Vote for everybody. Pick who you like. Come every week. Hit a like. The shows are on Tuesdays. I think some Wednesdays, some Sundays. Come on out. I host open mic every Monday. Illusions Bar and Grill, 3661 West 86th Street. Our vibe ain't nobody touching our vibe. They can do all type of open mics, period. We got the best five. Come on out. It's free parking. Um, the drinks, we got drink specials. They're reasonable. We got Sounds by Kim. We got a DJ. You can dance. You can hang out. You're not going to get booed. You're going to grow. We're going to help you with your comedy career, all of that. And follow me on social media. I don't necessarily um, promote other venues when I'm on a particular podcast or whatever. Follow me on social media. You can see where I'm at. I'm Big Body Isha or Aisha the Comedian. That's B-I-G-B-O-D-E-S-H-A or Aisha, A-I-S-H-A, the Comedian on all social media. You can find me. I don't care if it's YouTube, Instagram, um, I'm fucking, um, what's that, um, TikTok. I'm on all of them doing stuff. Video. So follow us Support the Harder Brunch Podcast It don't take nothing for y'all to follow Subscribe Like one video That's what leads to us getting a check Getting money so we ain't gotta do these 9 to 5s And we can focus on our craft I appreciate y'all for having me on I'm Aisha the Comedian
1: hey. Hey.
0: Thank you so much Daddy's Jay Oh
1: man that's gonna be hard to follow that uh, I'll be at camp y'all Come to summer camp Y'all know where to find me at the summer camp, August twenty fifth, twenty seventh. There's gonna be great surprises, like everybody has said. BJ, where can people catch your podcast? Um, wherever all podcasts are available. Oh, come on! Shout out that fresh and clean. So for
2: fresh, us. so clean.
1: Yeah, it's uh, fresh and, It's fresh and clean. Comes out every uh, Tuesday. With you Every every
2: Thursday Y'all can catch them At the wonderful Bar and Grill At 8pm Hosted by Nate Robinson And BJ Come on out Sign up for the Open mic It's at um, 38th and Pendleton Pike Behind where The rallies is So um, Menards The old Menards Used to be over there Come support the Open mic Every Thursday
0: right. right. Uh, thank you guys so much. You can find me at Dyke Michaels on all social media. Also check out our Patreon, patreon.com backslash Brunch. Only three dollars you get access to our extensive video uh library audio library of all of our Afterbrunch shows and it helps support us. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.